Hi everybody, just a quick heads up before the episode starts. Uh, firstly, as you might have guessed from the title, this is not a regular episode of Green Mountain Mysteries. This is a one-shot that we ran with our special guest, Zach, from Steampunks. The second thing is that we ran into a pretty major technical snafu. Uh, we record the show remotely, and unfortunately, Darius's hard drive died before he could upload his audio. So, between final exams and ordering a replacement hard drive, he ended up with, like, zero time to record his audio, but because he is a friggin' champ, he banged it out in one go last night, exhausted and under the weather as he was, Also, we could get the episode out today. I have amazing friends, you guys. So enjoy the special guest month episode, and we'll return next week with episode 12 of Green Mountain Mysteries. Until then... Enjoy the really wild ride that we recorded. And welcome to a very special episode of, well, I guess this isn't Green Mountain Mysteries because we're not doing it in Vermont this week, but (laughs) this is guest month for the Pocket Podcast Network, and we are thrilled to have, from Steampunks, Zachary Shock. Yes, the number one fan of Emily. (laughs) Yeah. You say that every episode, and it gets no less sweet to me every time. (laughs) I mean, I can't lie, so... That's a good quality. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm I'm from Steampunks. We, uh, you know, we cover the history of uh, badass women and other non-cis white guys in the history of steam. Uh, <laughs> I We do recognize that men have done great things in science. Uh, just some others, some other people have not gotten the recognition that they deserve. Yeah, that's, that's pretty fair. Uh, of all the people that you've covered so far, who do you think was your favorite to talk about uh well i may be playing her <laughs> you know what uh, that's that's fair uh i think i think that leads us right into uh the wonderfulness of introducing who we are playing so what we're doing is we are playing what's called a hack where you basically take a system and modify it to your like we're doing a hack of lasers and feelings the double clicks tribute rpg And we have specially tailored it to be about steampunks or, you know, all these badass people of history and modern day that contributed to steam fields. Um, And it's also going to be steampunk because, of course, it is like, what does steam stand for? I think Zach can answer that. You're the expert. 
Ooh, putting me on the uh, spot. Uh, let's see. You got the science. You got technology, engineering, arts. The new one. Most people uh, just say STEM, but uh, arts are important. Math and that is all of them. I don't know why I said an and. <laughs> that, that is that's all five. Um, unless you need more help in the M department because uh, you can't count to five. Uh, I, yeah. I don't need to put you on blast like that. You're our guest. I'm sorry. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh no! Well, guest and month guess... is, is guest month is over, guys. All right, good episode. Let's let's call it. Let's call it a wrap. That was a good I'm, guest minute. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> good night, everybody. Okay. So, uh, getting getting back on track. Um, the way that this particular system works is. Everybody picks a badass woman or non-cis white dude in Steam from present or history to play. Uh, then they choose a style for their character. That's uh, from the list of scientist, technician, engineer, artist, and mathematician. And then we picked a bunch of roles that the characters can fill for uh, different, different cool stuff that people could do within those fields, such as actor, chemist, computer expert, discoverer, inventor, musician, politician, a religious person, revolutionary or activist, theorist, or writer. So uh, we have uh, all these wonderful people. Let's start. Let's go alphabetically. Christine, uh, who have you picked for your steampunk? Um, I've picked the uh, German musician and composer and all-around badass Clara Schumann. Uh, she... It was pretty awesome. Uh, she learned a lot about music theory and music composition, um, violin, piano. She was a piano wunderkind. She basically invented concerts performing music um, off the top of her head rather than reading music. And so that's pretty cool. Uh, she was also a mother of eight. And she also sued to marry the love of her life. And she, um, as a boss move, married him a day before her 21st birthday when she won that legal battle just to spite her dad which yeah that's a mic drop move right there uh and um she Hell was yeah. just yeah just a rather cool awesome person uh friends with a lot of famous musicians and composers at the time um notably uh Johann brahms uh and she was just all-around cool lady during the romantic I mean, age notably robert schumann who she married <laughs> oh him <laughs> no <laughs> I'm they kidding. were both friends with Brahms, uh, if I remember correctly. I believe uh, so. But yeah, Clara Schumann was awesome. And honestly, I actually like her music better than Robert Schumann. Um, but that's just a matter of taste. So what did you pick for your style and role? All right. So uh, we have artist, musician, uh, and the role number I picked is number three. So the way the system works is you pick a number between two and five. A high number means you're better at science, which is like technology, cold rationality, comprecise action. And a lower number means you're better at arts. So like intuition, diplomacy, uh, wild, passionate action, uh, impulsive stuff like that. Um, so you picked a three. So you're definitely more on the arts end of things, uh, oh, yes. which is great. So we also... Uh, picked a unique weapon for everybody appropriate to our chosen steampunk and what what is the amazing <laughs> thing that you came up with it is a soprano sonic blaster so basically it's this steam powered like 
sound wave generator that's real high pitched. <laughs> yes, I base that off the fact that her mother was a uh, operatic soprano. Which is awesome. Uh, and I think you picked the goal of prove yourself. Yes, I want her to prove herself up because I feel like she probably got a little bit overshadowed during her lifetime by all of the men surrounding her. So it's time for her to prove herself to show that she don't need no man to be awesome. I mean, once again, we bring up Robert Schumann, who definitely did overshadow her. <clears throat> uh, even though they were married. Um, no disrespect <laughs> to Robert Schumann, but like, come on, man. Clara Shimon was awesome. Uh, Darius, tell us all about your steampunk of choice. Jackie Arms. She was the first African-American woman to be a cartoonist, and my voice is fucking cracking on me like there's no goddamn tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, what did, what did we name the flamethrower? Scorchy Brown. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jackie Arms was awesome and she absolutely paved the way for a ton of of people uh to eventually become cartoonists uh like we literally would not have things like the boondocks without jackie orm's existence um so uh for your uh style role and number what did we what did you pick for that three uh, yeah, uh, you picked artist and you picked activist because she was a very strong uh, activist for, I believe, both women and African-American rights. Yes, correct. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Before white people decided to care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Captain Planet. That's right. So that leads mm. us directly into the character goal that you picked for Jackie Orms. Row, row, fight the power. Eco-terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Perfect. Uh, Gwen, tell us all about your steampunk. This one is exciting to me just because of the hometown connection. So I have picked Margaret E. Knight, who is from a little place some of you might know as York, Maine. So she most... I've heard of that place. <laughs> she Pew -pew. most notably is the inventor and patent holder for a machine that improved paper bags, flat bottom paper bags that we use every single day. Um, she, when she was 12, actually made her first invention that she had later on patent um, as a safety device for a loom. She holds over, I think, 27 patents to herself and has contributed to many more. And she's a pretty badass lady. I believe she holds 87 patents. That might be a correct number, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, which, it's a friggin' awesome number. Oh, hell, oh, yeah, 87. Heavy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thanks, man. <laughs> Love it. But yes, so she is many, many patents. She is very awesome, and she dedicated herself to her work and never married because can't can't let that slow her down. <laughs> well, I mean, what was uh, she had an experience where a man tried to steal her flat bottom paper bag invention? Yes, there was an incident with a Mr. Charles Annan who was 
in the machine shop where uh, her invention was being built. He stole her idea, patented it himself, and I think she went through a two-year process where she sued him back for the right. Um, Her biggest thing in winning that was she actually had all of the evidence that she invented it, whereas his stance was a woman couldn't invent that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, in the 1800s, it almost was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so, yeah, I I went with... That's you. (laughs) So I went with an engineer. Um, So she's an engineer inventor. And I chose number four, so she's pretty high in the science area. And uh, what did we what did we pick for your uh, your weapon of choice? My weapon is a big old wrench, and I got a little knife taped to the other side. They're like <laughs> welded to the other side. <laughs> I, I have in my notes written down in in uh, appropriate caps, very large wrench, and then a parenthetical that says with a little knife taped to it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got some some big kind of, you know, heavy hitting damage and a little stabby action. <laughs> uh, and what is your character goal? I am looking for my next big in, uh, invention. Awesome. Flat bottom paper bags. Big. Change the world. We we literally still use her design today, which is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want your next big one. So. Tom, who did you pick for your steampunk? Uh, I'll be playing Alvian Graves, noted scientist and gun enthusiast. <laughs> well, now, our show's been I, know this, again. I know this is not a conventional choice, but uh, I mean, he has a, he has a shotgun and a trunk full of weaponry, so I figure he's mighty helpful in the steampunk event. Now I'm playing Sally Ride. <laughs> uh, I chose Sally Ride because she went to fucking space, dude. That's rad as hell. Um, so <laughs> she's a physicist. She was a professor at the uh, University of California, San Diego for a stretch. She ended up on the board investigating the Challenger shuttle explosion. Um, she's just all around a badass and she was a lesbian. So fuck yeah. With her best friend and roommate. <laughs> yeah, they didn't really reveal that until after she passed away, though. Where her sister was like, yeah, I knew. It's just her personal life, so I didn't talk about it. Yeah, she didn't care. It's yeah. it's her life. <laughs> yeah, she can do whatever she wants. She's yeah. Sally Ride. Yeah, so obviously, since Sally Ride rode rockets, I have a rocket launcher. And since we're steampunk, it's shaped like a blunderbuss. Yeah, I have in my notes rocket-powered blunderbuss. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what we've got. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yes, Dr. Sally Ryan has a rocket launcher, and uh, she also, my goal for her is uh, keep being awesome. She's been to space. What the hell does she have to prove? So uh, what did you pick for your uh, your role for your style role and number? Scientist, obviously. Discoverer, because space. And four, because... I mean, science. <laughs> I I'm kind of surprised you didn't go five, but uh, for for either you or Gwen, but uh, that's you know what? It's not my place to pick your number for you. Sally Speaking did of, have a pretty uh, artistic side. She did other stuff other fair. than. Yeah, yeah, no, that's totally fair. 
Like, these are real people with, you know, complex lives that were boiling down to a single number for mechanical reasons. <laughs> she wrote or co-wrote seven books on space aimed at children, Michael. Yeah, oh, that's so awesome. Man, <laughs> Sally Ride was amazing. Um, so, Zach, since you uh, you started this particular train, uh, tell <laughs> us all about your steampunk of choice. I am Julie Dabigny, or Mademoiselle Montpont, and uh, she was a 17th century opera singer. Now, you may say, that sounds normal. Well, no. <laughs> she, <laughs> I would say, is chaos and passion personified. Uh, she was also a sword fighter, so, you know, she had that uh, fighting instinct in her. Uh, she had many lovers on both sides uh she played both sides of the court if you will <laughs> and uh she burned down a nunnery to uh run away with her lover who became a nun what can you do <laughs> you know like you do <laughs> hey we just we just straight up address sally ride as a lesbian you can say that she was a disaster by it's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um Oh, yeah, and I feel like it should be mentioned that all of these adventures she had while still married to some guy. <laughs> yeah, the guy was just <laughs> off in another province that is just like, oh, my wife will come to me soon. <laughs> she did, though. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> After all of these misadventures where she literally ran around the country, like, singing, doing opera, getting in sword fights with people, and running away with lovers of any kind that she just took to her fancy, she eventually just came back to her husband someday. Like, what the hell? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, she is a fascinating figure from history, uh, as are all of these individuals. What did you pick for her style, role, and number, and also your other attributes, like weapon and things? Yeah, so, uh, as a singer, I had her as a artist-musician, but, uh, for her number, she is a two. Uh, I, it hurt that I could not put her as a one. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, one means you automatically succeed on every art role ever. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, have to have a chance real to fail. Bad. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and um, for her weapon, it was a flame epée, the uh, uh, French, oh, what is it, fencing weapon. Yep. I'm so glad that I pulled epée out uh, as the first fencing weapon of choice, forgetting that she was French. <laughs> Yeah. I just happened to get it in one. And what was your character goal? Oh, and that's just to kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> I came here to kick ass and make love. And I did not bring protection. You are not my, how you say, father. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. She and her dad had some issues. Yeah. Um, I think you'll see that across a lot of some of our episodes. <laughs> yeah, uh, th uh, three of these people have had episodes about them already, including Julie Diabini, Sally Ride, and Clara Schumann. And honestly, uh, the rest of the players will probably get to soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would make sense. Uh, I definitely want to know more about either Margaret E. Knight or Jackie Orms, uh, as presented oh, yeah. by two uh, a wonderful husband and wife couple. 
<laughs> we'll try to get to them as soon as possible. This pandemic's just been. Ugh. Yeah, but let's not worry about that. Let's talk exactly. about. Let's talk about the world that you're in. It's steampunk, babe. Woo! And, and uh, as such, since you are cool steampunks from across time and space, all just hanging out on an airship together, uh, we, we picked a name and some strengths and weaknesses for this airship. Uh, what did we settle on for a name for this one? We are the Provaxer. I believe we um, uh, we, we uh, did like a USS style thing, like BBM. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember what that was short for. Bad Bitch Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. The BBM right. Provaxer? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is short for Bad Bitch Mobile. All right. <laughs> um and from the list we picked two strengths for it. We uh I think we settled on well-armed and fighter craft because you guys are just way more about ass kicking than I had anticipated. <laughs> and uh your problem is big beefy boy. Uh this ship is extremely obvious and hard to hide. Uh it's it's garish, it's loud, it is over large and uh it also will just absolutely beat the shit out of you. Come at us. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. So uh, the way that this game is going to work is anytime that they encounter something risky, uh, I'm going to make them roll the dice and they're going to roll six sided dice to figure out how it goes. Uh, if they're rolling a science roll, they need to roll under the number that they've chosen. So Julie Diabini is pretty hosed on science rolls. But Oops. if you're rolling arts, you want to roll over your number. So she's pretty extremely set for any arts based rolls. And if you roll exactly your number on any dice, you get science art, which means you get to just ask me, the GM, a question, uh, and I will answer honestly. So you get special insight into what's going on, and I will have to tell you correctly. Um, anybody can choose to help another steampunk at any time. You have to explain how you're helping, and uh, if you succeed on your help roll, I will give an extra die to uh, the main person who's making the roll. Uh, as always, I'm the arbiter of how many dice you get to roll. You get to argue if you are prepared or if you're an expert for extra dice. Uh, and then <laughs> we had to pick an adventure off a table. <laughs> we rolled on a table of threats, what they want to do, to what, and which will do what when they do. I feel uh, like those threats should be best revealed naturally. <laughs> I, I mean, it's the thing is, I start the game by introducing the threat and showing evidence of its recent badness. That's how the game system starts. So, uh, I... <laughs> I just need to mention... That on the threat table, we have oppressive men, uh, the STEM supercomputer from back before art was in it. So, you know, it's it's outdated and biased. Uh, a rogue steampunk, one of your fellows went rogue. Airship pirates, because that's a problem. Steampunk zombies, not capitals steam, but like zombies from steampunk era, I guess. Or alien brainworms, which is directly from the original... Uh, lasers and feeling system we rolled a one so it's oppressive men <laughs> that's what we're dealing with today you know like you do yes so uh i feel like we... that covers the rest of them so <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's pretty much yeah 
It's all encompassing. Um, so <laughs> we rolled oppressive men want to bond with the quantum tunnel, which will rip a hole in reality. <laughs> 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 I have to determine what that sentence means and apply it to a game. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Yay. All right. Uh, great. So if we are all ready, let me set the stage for you. So we are on the good ship, the BBM Provaxer which is a fine airship that has uh, been rolling around the skies of this uh, amazing steampunk world that we live in. Um, let's not call it Earth. It's something else better than... I'm going to call it Better Earth because, like, <laughs> you guys you guys are on it and doing cool stuff on it. So, like, obviously it's already better than ours. Um, so, Better Earth. Uh, or, like, Earth 2. Um <laughs> Earth yeah, 2, yeah. better this time. Yes. <laughs> Earth uh, 2, this time it's personal. <laughs> Earth 2, electric boogaloo. Steam boogaloo, Michael. <laughs> Earth 2, no relation. Earth 2, the sequel to Earth. <laughs> Earth 2, the squeakle. Earth 2, the one that has f the second Firefly movie in it. <laughs> oh, rough. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that fits perfectly with your character. So we have the BBM Provaxer, a well-armed fighter craft of an airship. Uh, and it is a big chonker of a ship as it, f it glides gracefully, quote unquote, through the air. At the helm, surely, is the intrepid Sally Ride, who somehow took a steam-powered rocket to space and back and now rolls around with all of these fun, badass women uh, discovering new parts of Earth 2, the, the, the good Earth this time, uh, and just being all around awesome. Uh, surely down in the engineering bay, we have Margaret E. Knight, uh, who, uh, with her amazing work with uh, engines, in fact, rotary engines and combustion engines, I'm sure you've done something to really uh, beef up uh, this particular this particular aircraft's engines and make it run real nice. Uh, we uh, keeping keeping the fires lit with Scorchy Brown. You've got Jackie Orms who's out there trying to bring down the evil oil companies that threaten the beautiful natural world and all its steam powered glory. Uh, I am very curious as to what. Clara Schumann and Julie Diabini are doing hanging out on the BPM Provaxer. Well, I know that Clara Schumann is obviously in the theater because this is such a big beefy boy ship that it obviously has a theater. Oh my god, it's a floating amphitheater. Hell yes. Somehow uh, it's a fighter craft that's a floating amphitheater. <laughs> no, we have fighter craft docked on our ship. We're we pretty extra. Them. Well, there in the front, there probably has to be like a shield blocking the wind, and that is doubles as a uh, uh, oh, amphitheater. Oh, the, okay, the windshield. That's beautiful. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's that's awesome. Uh, and I've just realized that fighter craft means that you have fighter craft you can send out. But no, that's not how we're doing it this time. <laughs> um, but that's why we picked it. Um, I thought you picked it just because you wanted this thing to be like. A, a sleek fighting machine. 
No, I wanted to have ships that we could launch and engage with. Oh, I thought it was just okay. like a, a I, lot of weapons. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say uh, Julie was supposed to be at the uh, gun helm, uh, but definitely off somewhere just, I don't know, flirting with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sally Ride's going to reciprocate. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will keep this PG, but... <laughs> Historically, there's precedent. There we go. All right. Uh, Look, all so... I'm saying is she's my best friend and roommate. <laughs> On the BPM Provexer. Oh, jeez, Louise. So... Uh, you all know that even in a uh, badass steampunk utopia where women ride around on steamships and just do awesome air uh, air stuff, I couldn't think of the good word for that. Um, <laughs> air stuff is the fighting. word. Yeah, you know what? Let's go with that. Uh, sweet, sweet, awesome world that you are in with airships. Uh even then, there is a there is a group uh, of men who feel disenfranchised by your awesomeness and have done everything in their power to sort of band together and in their little corner of the world kind of keep women down because they think that they're better. Uh, we call this part of the world uh, Florida. <laughs> Florida, the land of the red pill. Um, that's where they're from. It's pronounced Florida, Michael. Uh, Florida. Uh, thank you. The rapper, Florida. Um, yes. he's an oppressive yes. man, uh, that wants to, I have no idea. Let's not actually disrespect Florida. He might be cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so you you have heard rumor that the the uh, backwards oppressive men of Florida uh, have stumbled upon a scheme that could threaten the very fabric of your existence. And naturally, you're not going to have any of this. Uh, like there's sort of an understanding, like obviously you're from different time periods in Earth's history uh, from regular Earth. Uh, I, I feel like. I, like you all kind of got here from some like quantum chicanery, right? Oh yeah, yeah, obviously, of course. Maybe from the quantum tunnels that uh, they were doing. Yes, that the men uh, are doing <laughs> that we're trying to bond with. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I'd say yes. There's some kind of quantum tunnel that allows for this this sort of uh, out of time world to exist, where we have people from. Uh, like across centuries that are all in this like in neat steampunk time uh, on earth to the good one. And uh, yeah, I, I think that you you've all sort of found your way through the quantum tunnel one way or another. And um, you, you know that the quantum tunnel is a really cool thing that also links you to uh, original earth. The one that sucks. Um, that doesn't sound cool. It, it's, not <laughs> cool. it's not cool at all. I so, don't want to go back. <laughs> no, I, I doubt you do. Um, the uh, you, you do know that the quantum tunnel is a surprisingly stable thing, hence why all of you awesome steampunks have been able to uh, travel through it and hang out together in the steampunk world. So when you hear this rumor that 
the oppressive men of Florida have some sort of villainous plan uh, to seize control of the quantum tunnel somehow. You don't know what they plan to do. You, you're not going to have any of that. So uh, I assume that you are going to try to deal with the Floridians some way. Yes, and... <laughs> <laughs> perfect you're um. already a natural you're doing it bud you're doing it you know what great job you did it well and that's the obviously show. we can't let we can't let them get the tunnel quantum thing i'm a scientist let me rephrase that we can't let them bond with the quantum tunnel so uh so, so. we're good so we have a very heavily armed ship i suggest we uh, go and politely negotiate that they piss off all right, <clears throat> that's. I've I, been I to space. Like, These guys don't scare me. I feel like that's a solid plan. Uh, let so Sally Ride steers the the good ship BBM Provaxer towards <laughs> Florida in an attempt to uh, negotiate your way in. Um, all of you know that uh, the Floridians are not super fond of the steampunks because you represent a threat to their very fragile masculinity. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Getting in the getting in the front door is probably going to be difficult, um, and you may not well be accepted in. So, uh, does anybody? Well, when have... I said negotiate, what I meant was aim our guns at them and then say please. Well, <laughs> as we're uh, approaching uh, where they are, uh, I am definitely loading the cannons with uh, fireworks just to announce our presence. Okay. <laughs> uh, great. As you are making as you are making your way, you have a good uh, good tailwind, I think, at your back uh, to help propel you towards uh, the dreadlands of Florida. Uh, you you realize that in the distance you have spotted one of the Floridian scout ships, and it seems to be changing course and directing itself right toward you. What do you do? Well, I'm gonna take our ship's megaphones and just start blasting Mustang Sally over the speakers. <laughs> And say, launch the fireworks. It's time for a strong first impression. Is it going to be a live performance with Clara? Oh, obviously. It's got to be. Like, so can we make a roll with that for like intimidation or something? I don't know. So, so what I understand is you've pulled up a megaphone to Blair Mustang Sally, and Julie has loaded the cannons with fireworks, and you you said, "Hey, let's do that," and also launch some fireworks to make a strong first impression. So, who's doing something? I'll watch the fireworks. All right. So, uh, Julie, you, uh, I think you're trying to roll to uh, do something. This is definitely an arts roll for <laughs> sure. Um, uh, you did say that you were loading the cannons full of these fireworks. So I think that qualifies you as being prepared. Uh, would you say that I don't, I don't know if you can really call yourself an expert on e cannon firework launching. Yeah, uh, I think you're right. Uh, guns uh, wouldn't have been popular right around then. No, but uh, Clara Schumann, uh, I think, uh, you did you offer to help by by banging out Mustang Sally on like <laughs> a steam piano or something? Oh, heck yeah. Okay, so uh, could I have you make an art roll, Clara Schumann, please? I rolled a three. That's my number. Oh boy, so that Boom. is a roll of science art. You have got a science art on your help roll. Um, good job. Ask me a question <laughs> if you want. Are they scared yet? <laughs> um, I, 
I'm going to say not by the song Mustang Sally, uh, but we haven't gotten to the part where fireworks go <laughs> off. So at this moment, no, they're just like, oh, music. All right. Hell yeah. They don't know so a I... woman's playing it. <laughs> <laughs> they never do. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, Julie, three dice. Uh, uh, you get three dice for this because you did get help. All right. Uh, so I'm looking to roll above my number, correct? That's correct. All right. Uh, well, I got four, three, four. That is a uh, three succeed. That is critical success. Uh, that is fantastic. So you, uh, you have definitely intimidated these, uh, these people on the Floridian scout craft, uh, in fact, you intimidated them so hard because one of your fireworks, uh, you shot it and it landed right on the deck and just went boom. So they have decided that they are not going to deal with this right now and are running right away. Uh, you have you have intimidated them so hard that they have disengaged entirely. It's my smoke, assholes. <laughs> All right. With no scout craft in your way, you can continue on to the edges of the Floridian territory unimpeded uh, as you find your way towards uh, the Floridian border. Uh, I'll settle on a pronunciation, Floridian. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As you make your way to the Floridian border, uh, you you can see that there are. Uh, towers set up along a long, long wall. Despite the fact that you're in a steampunk world with airships, uh, they have decided to surround their country with big, tall walls for some reason. Uh, but it does look as though they do have sentry towers that can uh, that are definitely looking for um, airships uh, in the sky so that they can do something about it. And unfortunately, the Provaxer is a big, beefy boy, so you are, as soon as you can see them, they can definitely see you. Uh, what do you do? Well, obviously, I'm just holding course. Okay. So you are just attempting to just sort of fly toward them uh, with uh, just just heading in. Can we look for like any um, insecurities in the wall or anything like that? Uh, you can. Uh, that's definitely going to be a science roll, though. <laughs> nope. So who can that I look for any uh, anything like that? Uh, yeah, if they ask you to. Someone asked me to do it. I, I wouldn't. Hi know. there, guys. This is your captain speaking. <laughs> um, <laughs> Captain Sally Rye, um, I would love if one of you dolls would uh go ahead and just get on the um get on the the crow's nest that we definitely have, and uh, see if we could find a way to slip through here. I know we're not going to be unnoticed, but I would like a way through where we can get through before they can send anything we can't shoot down. All right. Okay. I'm running uh, to our aggressive as hell. our steam crow's nest. I'm going there. You have sensors like we this is this is a world where I was speaking metaphorically. I just be good on the sensors. <laughs> but yeah, so. You can use both. Sensors are yeah. perfect. Yeah, we got any garbage. Um, you probably do just because this is, you know, it's a 
It's a full-on uh, steampunk airship. You've probably got some junk. Yeah, I'm gonna light the garbage on fire. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. First thing we're gonna resolve <laughs> is the, the thing that you are doing with uh, trying to find some sort of uh, crack in their defenses to slip through. Mm -hmm. uh, so first things first, uh, Margaret. Uh, Margaret E. Knight. Yes. Uh, you are attempting to use, I guess, the ship's sensors, probably like the most recent Hedy Lamar uh, updates to your your <laughs> your scanning suite. Uh, That's Hedley. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Mel Brooks. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, how are you? How are you prepared, or even an expert in any of this? So I am a little engineer lady. I I help build part of the ship. So I know the ins and outs of all these sensors. So I know how to I know how to run them. Uh okay, I will give you two dice then because you're you're familiar with the system that you're using. So you need to roll science with on two dice. Okay. So I got a 6 and a 2. Okay, so uh, you get one die succeeding, and you barely manage it, so I'm going to inflict a complication harm or cost. Uh, you do you do find a spot where their defenses seem thinnest, but you know that this is a route where it's not like you're just going to be able to slip right in. Uh, no such route seems to exist in the direct approach. You are going to be taking heat one way or another, but there seems like a way that you can do you can take less heat. All right, so I'm gonna make my way to our captain and direct her in the least dangerous way. No, no, use the wrist mounted uh, type. Oh yeah, we gotta... <laughs> so, we have a, so yeah, we have wrist mounted typewriters. I'm gonna to send a typed out letter on my wrist typewriter to the captain, directing her to the easiest way in that's not gonna do the most damage. My You're response basically... is, "Hey, lol, smiley face." <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so you're gonna try to fly your way in and i believe that uh you know what i think your your plan of like dropping flaming garbage on them is going to be helping to get you in uh without <laughs> taking uh, a brutal amount of damage in, in the doing so so i'm gonna say that that is i mean that's a pretty impulsive uh action that you're taking there so i'm gonna say you can help uh tell me how many uh i i think you're prepared for this because you're definitely uh somebody who has uh driven airships before i would even adjudicate somehow that you're an expert because you are sally ride you have mm -hmm. gone to space <clears throat> so yeah uh, so you i've got broken the atmosphere this pathetic barrier is nothing Okay, so you've got three d6 to start, and I'm gonna say, uh, uh, Darius, have Jackie Arms roll your helping roll, uh, to see if you can add an extra die. Can I also try to help by, uh, shooting back at the people shooting at us? Uh, you know what? That's fine. I will give you a roll there, too. Three. Okay. Uh. I rolled three threes. And, Was that... uh, Sorry? Is it a science or a uh, art thing? You, for shooting? I think, I think for for shooting because this is. Are you shooting accurately or are you shooting just like 
just like covering Suppressing fire, mofos. Fire! Uh, I already rolled, so I don't want to make that adjudication for you. Because I'm gonna go metagame. with I'm gonna go with Julie is the type that would not like aim before she fired. I think she would just be like, "Light them up, bitches!" Right. So let's go arts. I sadly did not help. <laughs> okay, uh, you your your shots all just uselessly go nowhere close to anything. Uh, yeah, I love it. So. Uh, Jackie Arms rolled a three to dump all sorts of flaming garbage, which means you hit a science art. Um, do you have a question you would like to ask me about your current situation? Can I help by dropping more burning garbage? You've got good flammable garbage going. You have helped, and Tom gets four dice. <laughs> Alrighty, I rolled three threes on my three dice, so I'm gonna roll uh, my fourth. That's a six. I'm glad I had three. <laughs> So you you were rolling science and uh, you rolled three dice under your number. So you get a critical success, uh, which means I get to tell you an extra effect that you get in this surprisingly aggressive play. Um, <laughs> so far, you're just acting on information that the oppressive men of uh, Florida are trying to do something with the quantum tunnel and you've shown up flown directly at them firing all the way like Look, i think i speak for all of us when i say men suck so uh you're <laughs> so uh you are completely successful in navigating your way through uh and you are such a good pilot that you can see uh where these fools are going to be firing their defenses and you're just like turning and spinning and using your uh that that sort of front shield that you have uh to deflect incoming fire um you have the entire time i'm just doing the chuck yeager like we are going to be experiencing some uh turbulence i'm just going to be you know shaking out some of the kinks in our uh, our old girl here <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, we are taking we are taking some fire on the aft wing it shouldn't be too big of a problem just you know hold on tight all right uh, so yes, you uh, you definitely have made your way uh, through the Floridian border. However, this is not the only defense that they have set up. Uh, a pair of airships. These don't look like scout ships. These look like ships that have uh, come to do some serious business. Are coming toward you. Uh, you have one of them coming at you from uh, starboard side, and one of them is coming at you from the aft. Uh, what do you do? Anyone got a plan? Because I'm just flying this thing. Did we use all of... Do you think maybe we could hail them? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, my... It was... Did we use all of the, uh, firework-loaded cannons? Uh, I'm gonna say... Yeah. Yes. Okay. J Julie would use all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She did the thing, yeah. She did do the thing. Christine, what was your uh, plan? Uh, I was saying, do you think maybe we could hail them and try to like negotiate our way through to be like, hey, can we we need to go speak to your leader sort of thing? <laughs> you can absolutely try. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that this is like I, I'm going to let you try this, but I'm going to make this a science role because you are attempting to reason with people. I know this should be an arts role, but uh, you did just 
blast your way in, and now you're trying to say, hey, let's talk about this. So <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a storm in well, angry. You don't have to do that. It- <laughs> I, I'll take a whack at it. Um, I mean, I think I think this was Clara's idea, so let's, yeah, Clara, let's All go right, for uh, it. D- um, in the form of a song. Hmm? I I would say that since you are a person who did fight an intense legal battle with your own father and win, um, I think you can negotiate a thing. So I'll be kind and give you uh, another D6. So you have two D6 to roll. Heck yeah, negotiating. All right, I've got a four and a six. Awesome. Uh, you were trying to roll under your number, so none of your dice have succeeded. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Unfortunately, she speaks fluent German to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, and we're in sp- Florida, so the response is just going, what? Uh, <laughs> in, in speaking... Uh, in speaking German, uh, you have uh, you have completely irked the Floridians who have said, uh, foreigners, even worse, get them. <laughs> and uh, the ship on your starboard makes for a quick course for boarding while the ship on your aft seems to be pulling up weapons. Got uh, in Himmel. So- <laughs> All right, I'm going to I'm going to hail the ship ahead of us. Uh, there is no ship uh, ahead of you. One is on your aft, and the one on starboard has come up into a boarding position. So right. you I'm, have I'm men gonna... that are attempting to board. What do you do? Um. Okay. Uh, this ship that is getting ready to board us are they? Are there any guns on that side of the ship? Because I'm just gonna shoot them at point blank if they are. If they are. Or threatened. Uh, uh, okay. You you can uh, attempt to uh, just point blank blast them. Is there more crew other than uh, us? Like, are no. they just? Oh. It's just the five of you. Okay. All right, Sally Ride is going to um real quick just say over the radio. Um, so hi, this is Captain Sally Ride speaking. Mm-hmm. I'd like to translate for my friend here. We are. Deeply sorry for the first impression we've made. <laughs> and um, we would like very much to fly through unimpeded and investigate this quantum tunnel shenanigan you've got going on. And if there's a problem, uh, you may have noticed our ship is bristling with cannons. So I would not recommend that there be a problem or it <laughs> it'll be messy. And I'm a woman of science. I don't like messes. Okay, uh, I'm... <laughs> So this is a pretty strong uh, rapport attempt. I I think you can. I think you're rolling arts, and I'm gonna say two d six. You prepared. Arts, damn it! <laughs> I was hoping I said science enough for it to be a science roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is a six and a two. So you got one success, um, <laughs> which means that you barely manage it, and I get to inflict a complication, harm, or cost. Um, uh, the, okay, so the Floridians that are about to board, uh, regard you and the things that you said, and they say, oh, hell, you're here for the quantum tunnel? You can't come in here and get our quantum tunnel? That's not allowed. So, uh, we won't board your ship and kill all of you, or have our friends back there blast a hole in you, if you just turn around and leave and we'll forget the whole thing. Boo. 
Don't listen to those fuckers. We gotta get them. Nine. <laughs> I, I'm afraid you misunderstood me. That I didn't list that as one of the options, darling. So, uh, I load the rounds. Right. Uh, fi- fire away. Yeah. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> like, you succeeded in talking them out of immediately boarding you, but, like, they stood down for a moment. Uh, so, apparently, we're going right into uh, attempting to blast them. Who is doing what? Just yeah. just dissuade them. Don't try not to kill any of the poor idiots. Soprano Sonic Blast? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Our ship uh, has guns. Just, uh, somebody just pick an action that you're doing and just declare it. That's I'm how this game goes. I'm gas on them. Okay. You are dumping gas on their ship as they are parked right next to you. So we okay. just have a gas tank and a hose and you're just on the deck spraying this fire hose of gasoline? Because, you know, uh, flamethrowers and gas, because that's how flamethrowers work. Spray some gas. Blast some That is... So good in the hood, motherfucker. I mean, that is, that is correct. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I mean... This seems like something you'd be prepared for. Uh, I I guess this is an arts roll. I'll give you two dice. I want to uh, shoot a harpoon on, into it to help steady it to make it easier. Okay, interesting. Um, I will... I mean, of course your airship has a harpoon gun on it. Why wouldn't it? So I'll, I'll say roll, roll an arts uh, to see if you can give him an extra die. That is a four. Okay, you get an extra die there because the the ship is somewhat steadied. So you get three dice of arts. Okay, well, you wanted to roll over the three, but you did roll the number exactly twice. So it does succeed and you do still have science art again. So you can ask me a specific question um, about your situation and it can be literally anything. Hey, is uh, their machinery shit on fire? And if not, could it be more on fire? Um, yes. I would say that there is something on the outside of their ship that can explode uh, real good. Um, uh, they, their engines are uh, definitely not your standard steam-powered engines. It looks like these ones are, like, firing fire to, to move around. It's always good for uh, fire. <laughs> Okay, well, you did succeed in spraying them with gas, so uh, you have you have doused their ship in uh, a bunch of gasoline, and uh, are you are you going to detach and like try to get away from them? Uh, because it seems like you just definitely tried to set them up to explode. I'm jacking arms, by the way. This is accurate. Okay, uh, they're on fire. Um, their ship is on fire. <laughs> And you have a flaming ship that is immediately next to your own ship, and it could very well put your ship on fire. What do you do? I'm going to fly away from that ship, obviously. What if I'm you try to... I... Oh, that, that's I... fire. That's When I said fire, I didn't mean literally. Can I run up and like try to push it away from the ship with my Soprano Sonic Blaster? Go for it. Um... <laughs> I'm, oh man, this is a one I, shot. We don't have to worry about consequences. Um, <laughs> uh, who? Which are you? Which of these is the main action that's being taken? Is it the shooting it with the Soprano Sonic Blaster? Yeah. Okay. 
Amazing. This is an arts role that you're doing. And um, are you prepared? I've been preparing for this my whole life. How? <laughs> Tell me how. I have eight children and we have Nerf guns. Nerf gun fights. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll buy it. You get. <laughs> All right. Two dice. Yay. Roll arts. <laughs> All right. I have a three and a one. Okay, well, you're trying to roll over, so you, one die succeeds, which means you barely manage it, uh, but you did roll science art, so you can ask a question if you want. All right, now that um, I've shot it away from the ship, are we safe from not exploding? No, you're definitely not, because I'm inflicting a harm. Um, oh, no. So, uh, you have hit them with your soprano sonic blaster the intense sonic shriek has uh collided against their hull and sent them spinning uh someone out of control and on fire and uh a big part of their fiery engine has now scorched the side of the bbm provaxer uh so you have a uh yeah, you've got a little bit of you that's on fire now. Uh, what do you... Uh, there is still a ship at your rear, but they are not really too interested in getting involved in this right now because this looks <laughs> buck wild. Uh, more important is your ship is partially on fire. What do you do? I'm... Can Sally turn the boat to make it, like, swing the other flaming boat into the other boat? <laughs> like a baseball bat? Uh, Kind of. Uh, I... I think you're a little too far apart. This is the sky we're talking about. <laughs> well, with because it's connected with the 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 harpoon. Um, I'm gonna say that you <laughs> blasted it away with all the right, sonic blaster. Right. So, well, I'm going to run. It's... Um, my thought process is we're on fire. We're on like a steamship. I'm gonna take my wrench and loosen one of the pipes so water puts out the fire. Douse the flame in steam. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That's that's fair. Uh, I think that's fair. Uh, uh, tell me if... Uh, I feel like since you are a machinist, um, this is something that you could reasonably be considered an expert in. Like, you've literally built a device to... Uh, like, in, in history, you literally invented something to prevent stuff from flying out of machines. And now you're kind of trying to do the opposite. So I, I'll give you two dice. All right. That is a four and a three. Okay, well, this is science and you're trying to roll under and you do have four. So you do get both of them. Uh, and again, you rolled science art because everyone is just rolling science art today. <laughs> um. Do you have any questions for the GM? All right. Um, are we still on fire? Uh, no, actually, and that's a very wasted question because you've got two. Okay. you got two successes, so you did it. Then Good job. Can I get a better question? Uh, then? You're not. <laughs> nope, we're moving on. Damn it. You definitely. <laughs> oh no. You put out the fire on your own ship. You doused it with steam, and uh, you're able to probably seal that back up because uh, I'm not giving you extra harm for it. Um, and now that you're not on fire, uh, and the other ship that is on fire is not right next to you, the ship at your aft has apparently decided to give chase, uh, and it looks like they have they have some sort of weapon that uh, you haven't seen before, and it looks like they're preparing to fire it at you. What do you do? 
I'm going to take evasive action. Okay. I know we're big. We're big. We're a big talking shit, but we're just going to let some of the air out and just do a straight down dive for several meters. That's actually pretty sweet. Uh, sweet maneuver you got there. So uh, I played Guns of Icarus. I know a thing or two. Yeah, I know you do. Um, give me. I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah, this sounds like the kind of bullshit that you would pull. Three dice science. Go for it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's only. Oh, okay. Thank God that is a success. Actually, uh, it's two fours and a six. Okay, two fours and a six. Well, the fours are successes. They are science art, so everybody is doing that so much today. Um, so, yes, they they fire what looks like uh, this one is a good thing you dodged out of the way of it. It's not a projectile weapon. Uh, it looks like there's some sort of space-time distortion that occurs right above where your ship, uh, right above you now, where your ship was just sitting. Uh, and you have never seen a weapon like this before, so you may ask me some questions. A question, in fact. Um, so what would have happened if that had hit us? Uh, basically, you were asking the question of what would have happened if a black hole passed through you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that almost hit us. What are you cheering about? (laughs) All right, you have taken evasive action, and it looks like uh, they are still hot to trot to try to uh, take you down. Um, what what would you like to do to uh, to get yourself out of this situation where you are actively being chased by some sort of ship that has a like black hole gun on it? How many crew members are on that ship? Uh, well. If you want to make an assessment of that, I think somebody's going to have to make a roll. I just rolled, but I can roll again if you'd like. Um, well, okay. It's it's close enough that it can try to fire, so I guess uh you can see you can see a handful of people topside. All right, ladies, do you think if we were at a setup in boarding position you could take them cuz I want to figure out what the hell they just shot at us. Let's do it. I I will follow. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so your plan is to attempt to board them, yes? Yeah, uh, so we drop down. We're going to loop up around the other side of them and then board them. Okay, well, that we're gonna is... Do abso- like a, we're going to do like a U-shape. That's absolutely a risky maneuver. Um, I'm going to have you roll again. It seems like for risky flights, I give you three dice, so it's it's fine. Is it science or art? Uh, I'm going to call this one art because this is kind of a wild turn you're doing. Oh, no. <laughs> is someone willing to help with my role? I mean, we have those harpoons, right? <laughs> <laughs> you have a harpoon gun. I, I mean, I'll try it. <laughs> okay, attempt to help. That is a three. This is an art. That's an art role, so you do get it. Yes. Uh, you have Harpoon's covered in hot sauce, by the way. That always <laughs> better. All right, you have done it, and I'm not get- making you roll for it. Um, it's it happened, and let the record stand. Just show that the harpoon is covered in hot sauce. Um, <laughs> moving forward, you get one more die, Sally. Okay, that's success. I rolled two. I rolled three twos the first time. 
Uh, this is a this is a five. Okay, so uh, you barely manage it. Um, I am going to say that yes, you do manage this by way of using the harpoon uh, and your knowledge of physics to try to swing the boat around. Um, the cost is instead of pulling up gracefully beside them to board, you slam right into them. Uh, so now, uh, you are sort of poked into their hull and fortunately the gun is not pointing at you, but you are definitely, uh, not going to be able to extricate yourself from this ship, uh, until you do something about it. And there are some very surprised and upset looking, uh, men on board, uh, and they start to pull out weapons of their own. What do you do? Uh, Julie was laughing maniacally that entire time. <laughs> this that that tracks completely. <laughs> um, what are what what would you like to do? I jump on. Okay, uh, you can you can do that obviously without any effort, uh, because the ships are currently <laughs> t- together. Uh, what are you doing after that? Uh, I'm gonna pull some Sea of Thieves shit and try to go around uh saber well epying <laughs> epying them because <laughs> saber is a different weapon okay so yeah. you're gonna you're just gonna try to stab a fool all right um i would say that you're definitely an expert in the art of sword play you were uh julie diabini is a fencer um nope. you you've been waiting for this as soon as you found out that there <laughs> were dudes uh, to stab, so I'm gonna say you're prepared. Three d6 um arts for uh, sure. I would also like to add. Uh, I know it's not the, not the right time period, but none of this is. Uh, but uh, sh- I'm definitely seeing the. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're you're in kind of a. This is this is a place out of time, so like it's fine. All right, let's go. That is three fours right there. Okay, uh, you get a critical success. You stab a guy real, real good. Um, uh, you have stabbed him, in fact, so well uh, that the king of France has looked through the quantum tunnel and gone, hmm, when she gets back, I will pardon her again. Yes. <laughs> I have been waiting so long. For your third pardon, you shall receive a third pardon from the king. Um, The extra effect that you get in this universe is uh, that uh, everybody else saw how good you stabbed that dude. And they're like, well, forget this. Uh, We're going to (laughs) leave. And uh, they have decided that they do not want to fight you anymore. Um, So they uh, they they ask hey, can you, like, not stab us for a bit and we'll, like, fly our ship away from you and not deal with this anymore? You will get off this ship or die. (laughs) Okay, well, we're not on your ship. You're on our ship? (laughs) Yes. It is my ship now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... All right, fine. Uh, well, fellers, get to the lifeboats. This is, uh, this is where, this is our stop. So, uh, they go to the lifeboats, which are, that there is a little tiny airship with a little, like, Zeppelin balloon over it, and, uh, that just, uh, disembarks, and they all, uh, fly away from the ship, except for the one dude who has been stabbed and is like, 
this sucks. Oh, wait, I'm not dead. You cauterized my wound. God damn no, it, this uh, hurts so bad. I do a little <laughs> flare to turn back to the boat while turning the sword down into his head. Oh, no, I'm very dead. <laughs> Why'd you kill him? No, don't kill him. No, nah, he's dead. That he's dude dead. is oh. dead. <laughs> All right. Uh, you have straight up stabbed a dude, and this boat is uh, now yours, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty badly damaged, but it does have uh, an interesting weapon that you've never seen before. I'm going to go check out this black hole. Fusion. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it already pretty much happened, uh, but in a bad and awkward way. You got <sighs> a uh, you got a Veku. That was a really niche joke. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, you have decided to investigate the ship and you find that through uh, the really some really tricky stuff, some uh, some tech you've never seen before. It looks like uh, there were. They're using extremely complicated setups involving magnets uh, to create some kind of uh, some kind of like spinning current that can cause a distortion in space time. Um, so it's it's an extraordinarily complicated and extremely high tech uh, device that you are investigating. Uh, I'm gonna say because this is tech that you don't understand and you are trying to take a look at it. Um, whoever wants to take a look can roll science at it. I'm a scientist. I mean, you also have an actual engineer and inventor on your ship, too. Yeah. I'm oh, gonna... I'll let her look. <laughs> I'm gonna make my way over and check out that gizmo. Okay. Well, uh, as an inventor, I'll say that you are prepared to try to understand what this is. Um, and I'll say that, uh, Sally, if you want to give a, a roll for, uh, trying to help roll a science. Yeah, I'll roll a science to help. That's a four. That's my, uh, that's my number. Okay, great. So I'm going to let, uh, I'm going to say that that definitely works. Uh, I'm going to say, give me a science art question now, and then we'll resolve the help roll. Or the helped roll. Uh, I really don't have one. Um, hmm. Can that's we fine. mount this gun onto our own ship? Um... No, it looks like the uh, it looks like it draws power from somewhere uh, in the ship using power conduits that are not totally compatible with the way that your ship works. So I'm going to say oh, no. Beans. I mean, to be fair, oh, right. their ship is mounted to our ship, so it's basically already there. <laughs> I mean, it is. So uh, make your science roll. You have three dice now. All right. Bigger, beefier boy. That is a four, a five, <laughs> and a three. Okay, so that is a complete success uh, with with a science art as well. So ask me a question if you want. All right. Um, I guess are there any more immediate threats to us? Uh, it looks like uh, those were the fighters craft dispatched to attempt to take care of you, and you don't have anything immediately threatening you at the moment. Um, looks because like, you've you've passed through their defenses and caused a pretty major ruckus on your way in, and then they tried to take you down, and you <laughs> burned one ship and crashed into the other one. So, like, right now, I don't think they care too much to uh, 
the guys over here are just like, well, we ain't touching this. So, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, this is this is the work of some serious invention. Um, you you haven't seen its equal in inventing yet um, there. It, but you do notice that it looks like it's built off of the ideas of uh technology that you have seen some of your fellow steampunks create but it looks like it's been applied in ways that you've never seen before oh, <clears throat> okay broke steampunk <laughs> well that is definitely an option um <laughs> so uh you have you have successfully defeated uh the defenses that were attempting to stop you from uh, entering florida Florida, sorry. Uh, and you have a ship that you have crashed into uh, and is still very much sort of sitting on the prow of your own ship. Um, what do you, what would you like to do? Should we take their ship and just infiltrate into their lands? Yeah, I was gonna well, say. what are we going to do with our what are we going to do with our ship then? I mean, I, I like the uh, the BBM. Um, I keep slipping ah. into a southern accent. I we like the have- anti-vax. We could have Julie drive the uh, the Florida ship, the rest of us stay on the big ship, and we have it pretend that uh, Julie's a Floridian and that they captured our ship when really they're taking us into Florida. That would not go well at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then I, Captain Sally Ride, will be the one piloting the uh, Floridian ship. And I will try to convince them because I... I'm a woman of science. <laughs> Can I stay? <laughs> if you, you know, <clears throat> y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, All right, none of you guys are allowed in this ship. It's just me and her. Okay, bye. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they were never All seen right, again. So how are? How how are you uh, going to? Be, so you disentangle your your ships, I presume. Yes. Okay, um, how are you flying the uh, Provaxer in? We are gonna like hook it up like a to- like we're towing it in. Okay, uh, you know what? You did shoot a harpoon into the side of this one, so sure. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hook up some like tow cables and pull it in like like we captured it. Okay. Oh, uh, I got an idea. So, okay. uh. I want to dress up as one of the Floridian Flo guys uh, because I am an ex- expert as that. At blah, I cannot talk. I am an expert at that because uh, Julie dressed as a man. That is an actual fact. There so, we go. There you go. We got her uh, in. Uh, yep. Go right ahead. Take this dude you stabbed and steal <laughs> his clothes. <laughs> All right. You don't have got- to roll for that. It's not risky. Uh, fair enough. Fine. You're just t- you're just doing a good idea that's, that implies no risk whatsoever. <laughs> it's okay. He wore a red shirt. <laughs> there we hey. go. All right. There Is we it go. bad that I feel legitimately guilty that we killed this guy? <laughs> yes, it's bad. He's an oppressive man. <laughs> <laughs> also, Julie burned down a nunnery. She- yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Julie doesn't give a fuck. That I know. Uh so you have uh you have those two people on that ship and on uh the quote unquote toad Provaxer, we still have 
uh, Margaret Knight and uh, Jackie Orms and Clara Schumann. So uh, you make your way through uh, Floridian airspace and uh, eventually another ship does uh, see you flying there and notices that you are towing a ship and hails you to ask, uh, hey, y'all there, what the fuck? Actually, uh, I have a question. So to make this a role, could I possibly help the others like some of the others dress up as the crew like if there was some in like if there was a bed in their ship or something like that or like a room where they get dressed uh or we can say there are prisoners yeah like have more than just me like uh yeah i'll be in uniform too okay um i i still don't think that requires a role because like yeah sure all right, I I just want to try to convince them that we're them, you know. Well, this is All just right. adding. <clears throat> this is just adding preparation. Okay. All right. Um. So I'm gonna put on that southern accent I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, howdy, y'all. My I'm the captain of this here ship, and uh, see uh, <laughs> You just couldn't help yourself. See, we uh, we we found this uh this vessel intruding on our Floridian territory. Now, we may have lost a lot of hands in the battle, but, I mean, <laughs> it's women, right? We took care of it. Well, we're bringing this vessel in as bounty with a couple prisoners. Uh, y- you have a big hole in the side of your ship? Yeah, it was a bit of a brawl. Uh, uh, I, do I sound good, Julie? <laughs> that is the best, ac- best accent I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I need you. Thank you. I'm really proud of you too. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you roll. I'm gonna have you roll an art roll and say you're prepared. Uh, so, if I, so two two so two. Yeah, you get two dice. Two fives. All right. They're like, well, looks like you got this completely handled. Uh, we want uh. We, we were on our way to go fishing or some shit, so I guess we'll just keep doing that then. All right, bye. Yeah, you know about fishing. It ain't about the fishing. It's about the drinking on the pond while you pretend you're fishing. Hey, yeah. They, they, uh, they Man cheer. talk, I'm going to go scratch my, my genitals or whatever it is a man does. Have a good day, y'all. You started to lose the plot there at the end, but bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, they have decided that, yep, you're totally legit, so uh, they just let you keep going. Uh, you are heading straight for the Floridian capital, uh, and uh, it's called Menlo. <laughs> so you you are making your way toward Menlo, uh, and uh, I was feel... gonna say we were going to Omando. Um, <laughs> you know that's a good one too, but I have already <laughs> named it. Um, so you find your way o- uh, across Floridian airspace, uh, and you're approaching. Uh, you are approaching Menlo, and what appears to be. Uh, surprisingly enough, the quantum tunnel, which is not where you thought you left it. Uh, it looks like uh, it is It is actually hovering over the city of Menlo, which is uh, a surprise to all of you. <clears throat> Excuse me. I hate uh, when you, didn't you think lose that, your wormhole. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> think quantum tunnels could be moved, but yet here you are. Uh, so... 
what do uh what what do you do you know that the city of menlo is um it's it's surprisingly uh advanced and well equipped so it's it's likely that a direct uh approach to menlo will not result in the best results for you uh how would you like to proceed now uh i'm not suggesting suggesting to do this right now but shooting a black hole into that quantum tunnel sounds really cool <laughs> <laughs> honey i know that sounds really cool but <laughs> wait that wait. also sounds like it's just just gonna be a disaster <laughs> We can't possibly shoot a black hole into Menlo itself. <laughs> I I would prefer not to. I'm sure there's some innocent men down there. Probably. Some good people. There's probably sides. about a 1% chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I, I'm going to need to know how you proceed. Yeah, I'm trying to come up with a plan because, believe it or not, we didn't plan this far ahead. <laughs> okay, so uh, as, I, I will say as you are flying toward uh, the city of Menlo, uh, you notice that there is an odd shimmer in the air. Um, you're not sure what it is, but it seems to be getting closer. What do you do? Scan it. Gun it? Scan it. Scan it. Scan it. Yeah, we're going to scan it. We're going to use our sensors. Okay. Uh, who is doing this? Well, I'm at the helm of the ship, so yeah. arguably me, unless someone else wants to be on sensors. Well, you're in the other ship. I'm in our ship with the sensors, right? Well, uh, both yes. ships yeah, yeah, yeah. probably have sensors. Ours are probably better, let's be real. <laughs> then maybe have Margaret do the sensing. I mean, you spoke. Go for it. All right. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, prepared. I'll say that you, uh, I'll give you three dice on this. Okay, so I'm rolling three? Yep. Alright, well, I rolled one already, so two more. That is a two, a four, and a five. Okay, so you do get a, com you get two dice succeed, you do it well, and you also get a science art, so do you have, uh, uh, oh, I, I guess I'll tell you what you got from that, um, which is, that looks like a a citywide shield that is meant to uh, keep any keep things out. So it looks like there is in fact some sort of energy shield around the city. Uh, and what uh, would you like to ask? Is there a point that the shield is coming from, as far as we can see? Uh, it looks like there is a structure in the middle of Menlo um, that seems to be generating this this luminous glow in the shape of some sort of citywide shield and it looks like uh it, it's basically like just an oversized incandescent light bulb that is just pro just providing this interesting stream of light that you surmise is some sort of energy shield okay is there any like any anybody trying to pull us up on a channel or something um, like just from the city Right now, everything is eerily quiet. It looks like uh, nobody has attempted to hail you or actually even stop you. I mean, I'd say we just head to the center and try to find whoever's leading this whole thing. 
you do have a big ass shield in your way. All right. Yeah. I'll, so I was going to see if we can call someone. Uh, Julie, would you mind giving the call a shot this time? I think I, I may have blown my one shot at a really <laughs> funny joke with this accent. <laughs> uh, I will do my best. Uh, yeah, uh, I go over to the uh, comms and uh, can you do the uh, can you do the uh, button pressing? I'm not sure. I can do beep, the boop, sciencey beep. part. Beep boop, beep beep boop. I, I've done it. <laughs> 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 do you do you want me to roll for that, Mike? Yeah. I do not. Okay. Hmm. Uh, hello? Is there anybody on this channel? Ah, oh my god. I see that you have arrived. I was wondering when you would get here, says a voice, all too familiar to one of you. <laughs> Margaret, oh you recognize this voice? You know that you've been compared to this person time and again. Fucking mm. bastard. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's the voice of Thomas Alva Edison. Oh, yeah. Mr. Edison, it is an honor to meet you. How? Uh, uh, it would be more of an honor to meet Mr. Tesla, if I'm being honest. No, well, no. fuck you two. Guess what? <laughs> No, Mr. Edison, uh, it's just the two of us on this boat. Uh, you just kind of uh, exposed yourself for no reason. Please don't expose no. yourself to us. <laughs> I will do no such thing. I have no time for ingenues such as yourself. I am here to bond with a quantum tunnel. <laughs> All right. Now, I know what I'm about to say might shock you, but... uh. I'm I'm not an ingenue. I'm not an ingenue. I'm an astronaut. And also, uh, I'm this round. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Edison only did all this bullshit because he was basically ripping off Tesla's crap, stole all his vengeance during the Great War. Well, I mean, I did shock him to death to prove that my current uh, was safer. Oh, that <laughs> is just unacceptable. Edison's a piece of shit. I did shit on Tesla. <laughs> he sucks. He couldn't have generated a fort shield around an entire city. And in fact, you'll never penetrate this fort shield. It's too late. I found the quantum tunnel and I manipulated space time to bring it to me that I could bond with it and rip a <laughs> hole in reality to Earth One, the Earth that sucks. <laughs> with this you newfound monster. power... I can bring all of the mankind power from Earth-1, where oppressive man-rule still lives and applies, and bring it here to Earth-2, the good Earth, and then men will be in charge again. As, as this is going on, I'm, I go over to where the uh, black hole gun is and try to figure that out and to shoot it into the shield. <laughs> okay, this is, imp <laughs> this is impulsive as hell. Um, I like it a lot. And I'm going to give you two dice oh, yeah. of arts. <laughs> Sally, is there any way you can help? I mean, I can get you a good angle with my with my <laughs> rad piloting skills. There we uh, go. Let's yeah, do it. you know what? I'll give you a I'll give you a one help for science. That's fine. All right. Um. So I'm I am trying to roll under my number, right? Yes. Good, because I rolled a one. 
No, nice. one is ideal on a science roll, so you did it. You got three dice now, Julie. Let's do this. Uh, what what type of roll was it? Uh, it is an arts roll, so you're trying to roll all of your number, and then, Darius, I'll let you say what you're trying to say. Uh, two and a six, uh, and then a one, sadly. Uh, well, but, yeah, means... so two. So you do get two dice succeed. Um, your... Your oh, and black science hole. art. <laughs> and you get a science art. Yeah, do do the gun first, uh, I think. Okay. Um you shoot a wave of uh space-time distortion right at the enormous incandescent bulb that has been uh apparently changed to broadcast an energy spectrum field. <laughs> and uh it punches right through the energy field as one might expect, and the and it basically cracks the the light which as we know is no good for an incandescent bulb so the bulb goes out and the shield goes down uh what were you going to do there darius what are you gonna say honestly if that isn't loves the shittier so much he should just go freaking marry it stick his wrinkly old cracker <laughs> maybe i will and even if you did take down my shield, it's too late. I've already started bonding with the quantum tunnel. Yes, and you should, like, fuck off and go back to the world that, you know, it's kind of shitty instead of, like, the one that isn't shitty because you've already pretty much conquered that world. You can just be rich and whatever. Um, yes, my speech if check you is 100, are... bro. Totally. If you're trying to manipulate him, I think this is an arts role, and I think... Um, would you say you're prepared? Because I've been bullshitting white people my whole life, and it's kind of easier than you think it would be. <laughs> I love it! <laughs> uh, yes. you know what? I think Hell that fucking yes. qualifies you as expert at this, too. <laughs> um, I think, did you ask a question there, uh, for your science art? Uh, oh, that, no, that was for Zach. Oh, uh, no. Um, is there a... Could I figure out a way to get to Edison? Like, is do I see anything? Um, you you see a you see a very grandiose dais uh, that he is standing on. Uh, it looks like he's definitely making a show of all of this for his fellow Floridians in Menlo. Um, so yeah, you you know you know about where Edison be. But first things first, uh, you get to roll three dice, Jackie, to uh, attempt to manipulate Thomas Edison here. And you're rolling art. Hey, all those dice rolls were like sixes. Holy shit. Nice. <laughs> Not only do you succeed, you get a critical success. <laughs> uh, Edison contemplates the words that you have said. Uh, and regards the implications of them and says, hmm, you know, I, th I think you're right. If I'm revered in this other earth already, then yes, I could go there and I could establish an amazing, an amazing new rule there. I could <laughs> install myself as chief among men and, oh, I seem to have lost focus on the bonding right. Um, I believe I'm tearing myself apart at the atomic level, <laughs> as one does when they're approaching a, uh, you know, a singularity. Well, I suppose this is how I die. 
<laughs> oh man, what if you get to confront you in person, Thomas Edison? I was gonna slap you and call you a bitch. You were good, son. Real good. Maybe even the best. Godspeed, magnificent bastard. Is he still a virgin well, in this I universe? I have never had sex with anyone ever. I would like. Uh, I even uh, stole that from Tesla. Fuck you. The last thing I want to say to you before you go, Mr. Edison. Tesla's cooler than you. And I'm you, yes. but better. Yes. Oh, no. My one <laughs> true nemesis. The female Thomas Edison. <laughs> so did we solve your Thomas Edison puzzle? You have, in fact, solved my Thomas Edison puzzle. Oh, well, boy. All right. Congratulations, everyone. You stopped the oppressive men from bonding with the quantum tunnel to rip a hole in reality. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well now we're was... stuck in the middle of Florida. What do we do now? Disneyland? Well, I guess you'll have Beach to find party. out. Yeah, I mean, you're in Florida. Beach party. <laughs> Wait, All is, right. there a Dis- is there a Disney World here? Because I really want to go. Uh, there, There is, but Walt Disney them. is... Walt Disney is still alive in this universe and uh, still an asshole. Yeah, we don't go there. Okay, let's That's go. That's the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would, on behalf of everybody, uh, just like to thank Zach once again for stopping by and being a guest on our show. Thank you oh. so much, man. This was fun. Yeah, I had a blast, guys. Uh it like I, I told you guys earlier, it's been so long since I've been a player, and it was a treat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you got to have fun. Uh, I think, yeah, you know what? We're gonna make this uh, this hack available on our Twitter when we're <laughs> when this episode comes out. Oh yeah, uh, I, I'd love that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody, everybody, appreciate Zach and Emily and the wonderful work they do on Steampunks. I personally very much like the show. Uh, I think it has a very Sawbones-like dynamic, and that is high praise, uh, as intended as high praise, because I love <laughs> Sawbones. Thank um, you so much. If we could get Sydney McElroy on, oh my god, I would die. I will campaign for this to happen, because... <laughs> Like, if there's anyone alive today that is definitely a steampunk, I would say it is Dr. Sidney McElroy. 100%. All right, guys, you heard it. Get on Twitter. Get one of them McElroy or one of them Smurls on your show. Absolutely. Like, yeah, anybody listening to this episode, go politely tweet at them. (laughs) Don't harass anybody or we will... will Shoot a singularity at you. We'll, we, we will call you now. out. Yes, that's right. We're going to call out host on our twitter.com. Yes. Uh, so, hey, Zach, where can people find you and the wonderful things that you and Emily do? All right. Uh, I was actually just pulling that up. Uh, you can follow us at Steampunks Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Emily is at Shock N Awesome. Uh, Mm, already messed that up every time uh <laughs> shock and underscore awesome and uh yeah i'm not very uh active on any social media <laughs> that's all right social media is garbage y'all yep. uh hey mm-hmm. thank you so much and uh we will resume with a regular episode of the show in two weeks uh love you all have a wonderful 
safe. Di- I have no good sign off right now. I do. <laughs> can, can I do Uh-oh. it? Yes, absolutely. Please, please absolutely, please do. And keep flying, you beautiful, majestic, steam-powered horses. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, All right. that's, that's it. That's our wrap. <laughs> Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Steampunks, a podcast about badass women in the history of steam. Steam? So like old trains and boats and stuff? No. Well, I mean, yes, but no. STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Math. Oh, like how Ada Lovelace was the first computer programmer, like, ever? Exactly. Awesome. I want to learn more about steampunks. And you will. And so will anybody who tunes in every other Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Join me and Emily on Steampunks every other Wednesday on the Pocket Podcast Network. And keep flying, you beautiful, majestic, steam-powered horses. Me!